By the way, so so he was warned. He said he was gonna do it. He Slap walked up to him. Apparently, he him. said, "Are you Jay Park?" He goes, "Yeah." <laughs> Smacks him in the fucking head. <laughs> That will be the most expensive thing you've destroyed? Yes. Oh, no! <laughs> wow. Did I just confirm that I was going to do it? Yep. Welcome back to... Oh, welcome back to Impulsive, the number one podcast in the world. It's good to be here, guys. Thanks for subscribing. And if you're not subscribed... I fucking hate you. Just hit the button. We're approaching 2 million subscribers. That's awesome. Yeah, um... I don't know if you guys know this. If you watch my content, what we were talking about, the couches at the front of my house are Mercedes couches. I have two regrets in my life. <laughs> Buying those couches is one of them. I told you not to. $90,000. I told you not to. You did? You did? Because the idea was I would get out of my Mercedes that I drive in the street and go sit on some more Mercedes. <laughs> that was my 2017 like flex phase uh, where I was just trying to flex as hard as possible and not listen to fucking anyone. Gross. And look where it got me. I shot myself in the foot and I have expensive, dirty ass, disgusting, chewed up couches because my dogs. Give those That's what I'm saying, bro. We try to sell them. So no one's going to buy them. And then we, we, they're not comfortable. No one sits there. Um, the, dogs the dogs like it. Dogs yeah. You know, it's it's horrifying. So we're, we're gonna maybe destroy them, but like I said, that's the most expensive thing that I will have ever destroyed. I, I just it's got to be epic. If you're gonna do it, you might as well like figure out how to just blow them up with a whole <laughs> bunch of dynamite or something. You can't do dynamite at our ranch because you have to get it cleared. California is very strict with their explosives and their TNT. We have to go to Vegas to do it. Nevada. Oh, there are states that aren't strict with dynamite? Nevada's all good, bro. I see Dan Bozarian's blowing up shit all the time. Yeah. Also saw him at the fight this weekend, this past weekend in Vegas. That's cool. You guys went to that fight, yeah? You and uh, David, the German videographer? I did. It's weird to have someone just replace you as your best friend. It was weird. <laughs> it's also weird because David's German and knows nothing about fighting. He doesn't even speak English. <laughs> Barely. So I'm like, I'm like sitting there like telling him stuff. Mind you, we're in the third row. Like we're surrounded by all the fighters. Yeah. And so they're all so ingrained screaming at the fights. And, and David's kind of just watching it. It looked like he was watching paint dry, to be honest with you. <laughs> oh. He's like, I do he not understand. Interested. But also maybe because the, the main fight. So if you guys saw the fights this past weekend, Israel Adesanya versus Yoel Romero. Um, it was just, it was, it was boring. Like if, if you, if you're going to tell me that fight's entertaining, you're lying to yourself. Mm -hmm. It was the most boring championship fight I've ever seen in my life. Um, and we, in the breakdown of the fight, people were trying to figure out what was happening. And although I, I, and, and Izzy, dude, I think you're a great fighter. I know you supported me in the KSI fight. Although I do think like I would have scored that fight with Yoel Romero winning the challenger. Mm. You don't think so? Here's here here here's here's why here's why I think here's why I think they gave it to Izzy, because if you're the challenger, you gotta take it from the champ. You have to go in there and take it yeah. from the champ, not like be some sort you of have to stagnant. Put on a show. Exactly. I just felt like he was backing up Romero. He was just like there was no attack unless he had to be. I know, but he attacking. had some, he had some significant strikes, and given that overhead, bro, punches. given that ten punch five five to ten punches were thrown. In each round. Yeah, but how many leg kicks were thrown? He did throw. He threw, is, that's why Izzy won. Like that's why Izzy won. He, he threw a lot of leg kicks. He ripped the hell out of him. Yeah. Um, but it was uh, Izzy, Izzy fights to the level of the person that he's fighting. And um, we, we got a show that was some, somewhat subpar. The good news is. The women. The women. Right before the championship. The, the, main, <laughs> the main bout. The, the women had a championship fight. Now, I'm uh, unfamiliar with. These two, uh, but they are fucking warriors. Uh, Islam Makachev tweeted afterwards, this is not a woman's sport. <laughs> what? Yeah, on Twitter. And, uh, and uh, cool. Conor McGregor went nuts on him. An absolute cretin. You got you got Connor's accent by chance. That's pretty an good. An absolute cretin. Nah, an those are both British. An absolute, an absolute cretin. A convicted steroid cheat that will do anything to avoid impact, install a fight, and then talks down on one of the greatest exchanges of combat ever produced by our female combatants. These little gremlins. The the greatest. Uh, it's back on. Filthy rat. Shame on the game. Dave's Back the German. Jeff, he later deleted the tweet. Ooh. 
Dave the German's like, wait, there's girls fighting? I was like, bro, these women sometimes go harder than the dudes. And in this case, they fucking did. The one girl straight up got turned into Megamind. Oh, no. <laughs> Y'all see these memes? Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. Um, what, what was her name? Jenna? Jameson. No, no, she's, not, she's not a fighter. ESPN has them. <laughs> Here. Dude, but Barstool, like Bar- Barstool's also quick, dude. I, I, yeah. I, I, I rue the day where yeah. I'm, I'm, I've ter- been turned into a Barstool meme. Like, y'all, if, if this happens, you know you've gone to war. You know, because by the way, swelling. She doesn't look like that oh. in real life, guys. No, she doesn't. Look She's at Bruce Buffer, dude. Bruce Buffer, Bruce, Bruce Buffer's the goat. I've, I've said it before on this show. He's, he's, he's my favorite ever. Like, I want to be Bruce Buffer when I grow up, and I got to spend wow. two, three days eating dinner with him just at the events. He got me the tickets. Awesome. Bruce, I mean, got me the tickets. So shout out to Bruce Buffer. Also shout out to Dana White and Amber for making that happen. Just I, for next time, there's more than uh, two people. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Mike and Lana could. There wasn't enough room for them. Well, in there could the have been place? enough room for me. There could have been enough room for me. But this is one of the downfalls of being in a relationship. What? Now I don't got. Now I'm double baggage. So every time he's like, "Yo, man, I got one extra. I got a plus one for this dope ass event." I'm like, "I got this bag of rocks yeah, next to me, my girlfriend. Yeah, I can't Mike, go." Don't anymore. you and Lana make a lot of money? Yeah. So you can buy a ticket? We went to Absinthe instead. Show, that? Show Amazing. Vegas. Absolutely fucking crazy. We sat row one. Shit was nuts, dude. It was I don't understand how that show is able to go on. I don't understand. They are so mean to like, the guests. Like crude humor. Such crude humor. They picked out the gay guys, the black guy, and just went to town on him. They called the guy black guy. He, they called him up. Come on up, black guy. Were the people laughing? He, somewhat. Then do, they do picked on Do they take their phone? Pick, no. No, no, no. You can record as much as you want. No flash. But mm. it's a mix of crude humor, circus stunts, and and, and it, by what the way, love. incredible show. Ranked the best show in Vegas. We got to sit right up close, which I found out later that that's very risky because they'll pick on you if you're in the first row. So the guy <laughs> next to us was this big, chunky guy, and they're like, look at this fat head sitting in the front row. The guy behind you can't even see, and this guy was not laughing. He was <laughs> pissed, and he was like... How do you fuck this man to the wife? Like it was, oh, it was crazy, oh. bro. But do, I you know, everywhere. you know, going into it, you're gonna get that. <coughs> so I feel do, like somebody. Do you, I know, do you I though? Yeah. I mean, uh, who yeah, knows? That, that show is known for doing okay. that. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know. I just yes. got it recommended to me, and, and Lana was. That's work, the whole point of the show. She and I think nervous. they go there purposely, like <coughs> hope they pick on me. I'm surprised I they make fun of Lana. I think what it was was uh, I noticed they picked on people that had a. Um, Something outright like like shiny clothes or like a uh, uh, or like a like a big fat head. I was a little worried about my nose. Nobody laughed. <laughs> Everybody laughed except for the person that was being picked on. It's it's one of those situations where it's so funny until you're the person being. Yeah. Picked. Could they be set up? Could those be part of the? Show? Bro, they. No, no, I don't think, they, bro. They Is it were worth it for one joke. I don't know. It's easy. They were bad too. Like there was one part where this white dude, um, he was like bathing in the tub. And uh, and the guy was like, come on up, black guy. I bet you hated that last part. That man, that white man bathing and all that white privilege. Like it, it was like Jeez. really like I, I racially driven. I would laugh at that. Like I'll, I will acknowledge my privilege of bathing. No, no, no. I wasn't thinking about that. I was thinking about them making it a joke to the other uh, African-American. I don't even know. Just, do, you can't even. How do you just, just tread like just let Vegas, what's let, the, like the crude? What's the Vegas term? What's the term again that I'm supposed to use? A person. African. Oh, the, no. But Just that person? African-American. African-American people in the crowd. Like, I was looking at them to see how they felt about, like, white privilege bathing. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. But, it's pretty um, wild shit. <laughs> but, yeah, dude, you, you, I'm, I'm, I was, I was upset that you weren't there. Yeah, Because you, you did miss something very entertaining that happened in the first five minutes of me being there. Um, so you guys may have heard about this online. No, oh, shit. Um, I have This, this dude, Brian Ortega. He's a UFC fighter, big UFC fighter. That's it. not the. Oh no, I was going to Trump. I'm guy. glad you interrupted me though. Sorry about that. Um, Just trying dude, to get some clarification. Yeah, this dude Brian Ortega. Uh, <laughs> I get to the UFC fight. I say what up to Dan Bilzerian. Mm-hmm. Sitting next to him is Cowboy Cerrone. Say what's up to him. A couple other fighters. I say what's good to see Brian Ortega. He's right in front of me. Yo, what's good, man? Looking good, looking healthy. He goes, you gonna fight fight again? I was like, yeah, maybe. You know, we'll see what happens. Have a good like two to three minute conversation. It's all good. All good spirits. <laughs> Not three minutes go by. He hops over his chair. He goes, excuse me. And then he like beelines 10 seats down. And I, I, I lean over because it looks like he's on a mission. I lean up, me and Dave lean over to see what's happening. And this uh, like skinny Asian dude stands up and Brian Ortega 
smacks him in the fucking face. Wow. Smacks him in the face. And I'm watching this. I'm like, what the? What just happened? The security guard who was next to me, probably about like six foot, six foot six dude, flies over everyone, like sprints down this row of people. Mind you, these are these seats are very tight on the floor. Very tight. Yep. So this dude is like stepping on everyone. He grabs Brian and like escorts him out. And I'm like, he walks by me. I'm like, dude, you slapped the shit out of that guy. And he, he goes, it's a super calm. He's like, did that talk shit get hit? And then he gets escorted and kicked out of the arena. Mind you, this dude is like a champion UFC fighter. He's like one of the best in the league right now. Also like a street kid. So everyone is so confused. I'm so confused. No one got it on video. No one. Okay. You're watching the fight. Not it, it, was, it, was, it was in between bouts. Was it just that fast? It happened so quick. He was so slick about it. And obviously we... Uh, Another fighter? We did some research to see what was the what was the deal. So, the dude he slapped is a Korean rapper by the name of Jay Park, one of the biggest rappers in Korea. Oh, yeah. He is also the translator or was translating for Brian Ortega's next opponent, the Korean Zombie, who he's fighting next. Anyways, apparently there was like a, the Korean or the Jay Park was talking shit, and Brian Ortega tweeted at him and said. Don't be surprised if the next time I see you, I slap the shit out of you. So <laughs> I he, love it. Bro, he told him. I love it. He I told him. It. And then he doubled down on Ariel Hawani's show. And Ariel Hawani was, said something like, you know, don't kill the messenger. Brian's like, no, fuck the messenger. This is the fight game. That's how you send a message. And, huh? and, and by the way, so so he was warned. He said he was going to do it. He slap walked up to him. Apparently, he said, him. are you Jay Park? He goes, Yeah. <laughs> Smacks him in the fucking head, bro. And so I'm watching. And so I, I'm, I can't. You saw it. I saw all of it happen. Amazing. Everyone did, but but no one in 2020, no one got it on video. They only got him being escorted out. And a couple of people texted me. They're like, "Yo, I saw you in this video, like right next to him as he was being escorted out." And um, so I guess I just got to like uh, maybe, I, I don't know. Like his follow through was very strong. He, like he said, he, was, man he, he said he was going to do yeah, something, yeah, and he right. really fucking did. Like he's one of those dudes that is a man of his word. I wonder what. The, I wonder if the translator was like actually the one saying it, or if it was the fighter. Like, do you think he had to like? I, yeah, I don't fight through that, or what's the deal? I don't know, but I I could tell you one thing: K-pop fans are not happy. Mm. Well, I mean, he can't be that happy either because he missed the whole fucking fight because of that. I don't think he cares, dude. I'm sure you I also mean, get he's sued, a lot of fights. right? Assault. Yeah, apparently, I mean, he, apparently, uh, Jay is pressing charges. charges. He wasn't gonna, but his his team suggested that he should. Um, I, I wonder t- what that cost is actually. What, it's, it always it's, costs it? more. It always costs more to do that. Than to not do it. Like, there's no harm like in not hitting. So as soon as you hit damages? someone, you get escorted, you get sued, you get arrested. Hitting people is the dumbest shit. Like, the most cre- as Connor said, Cretan shit, bro. And remember I how Connor almost, paid for it? I watched you it? almost hit somebody at and the fight. Every, Fury, every, Fury, I know. Fury and every time I don't do it, I'm happy I didn't do it. Because as cool. soon as you do it, you got a long road ahead of you of just bullshit. It's just so much easier to just ignore someone's crap, dude, and just continue living your fucking life. But I mean, I guess if you live in that arena, he do, yeah, he, he they was, do, they do. Yeah. I noticed, yeah. bro, when I hot. when I was when I trained <laughs> or when I sparred with uh, Paulo Costa at the UFC Performance Institute, looked awesome. It, it, I want to talk about that in a sec, but uh, you walk in and there's there's fighters everywhere. This is not like a gym, right? These are all like very lethal human beings who are ready to <laughs> kick anyone's ass at a moment's notice, bro. Everyone's got a little, a little like dark, like red energy You're around them, edge. ready to fuck on edge. Everyone, and that's why I'm walking. I'm the fucking YouTuber, right? So I'm You're walking small around, compared to him, bro. I'm walking around like this. I'm like, like my head's that my chest is not as much. I'm kind of <laughs> like I shut up because I don't want to. I don't want to come off as uh, the perception that. Some people have of like Logan Paul, where yep. it's like this cocky, yeah. loud, arrogant YouTuber. Like, sure, I have like a side of me that can, can be that, could be that. But like in real life, I saw someone tweeted. Uh, they're like in real life. I saw Logan Paul at the casino, and he looked like the most normal dude. And like, <laughs> that's what you are. But I really, am, I really <laughs> am. Like, sure, when the camera's on, I, I love being creative. I, I can get there, but um, yeah, it was fascinating. And then we had the uh, the whole the whole sparring session, the grappling session with Paulo Costa, who is a Another animal in, in himself who is actually going to fight Israel Adesanya next, oh, um, assuming he and can lose 60 pounds because Paulo is 250 what? and has to get down to 185. It's huge. Uh, is that pounds. possible? 60 pounds. That's a lot of I weight. think by like the summer. It's like three four months. months. Three months. Four months. All right. So you just don't eat 
starting today. You go on the GP diet. <laughs> no, he said he was going to eat more. What? He was like constant eat, Yo, sleep. I've never, oh, that's how you lose I've, weight. I've never, right? I've never met a human being who is more of a an animal, an actual animal than Paulo Costa. Um, this dude sleeps. They said ten to thirteen hours a day. No way. Yeah, ten to 13, yeah, 13. thirteen hours a day, and just oh, beats God. people's ass, dude. We sat with him. We had that dude's a freak. We had dinner with him, and he's such a nice guy. He's cool as fuck. Cool, and he, coolest like, guy. How ever. does he turn into this? Is my question. He, how does the switch it's a, it's go? A, it's a switch. I saw it because I, I interacted with the the calm, like fun, like I'm not gonna hurt you, Paulo. Especially when I was sparring with him, like he wasn't trying to kill me. Yep. Um. And then I saw him at the UFC fight, calling out Izzy. I saw that and after, and bro, it's like it. He was ready to go. Yo, is a killer instinct. And and you watch his fights too, and. He was calling out Romero, or Romero wanted he, he, a fight. No, he just beat Romero. That but, was his last but fight. I know, but they were talking shit. That it, like it was more of him and it. Oh, I did see Costa that. I did see shit. that. This Israel, is, I didn't see him. This say is anything. like the quintessential gladiator from he Roman is. times. When I, <laughs> when I think of someone that could but just all, go kill look, a lion. All these pictures are all when he's down to that weight. He right now is huge. But, huge. but by the way, he's still he. Right now, he still has a six pack. He's still in shape. He's, he's just. A it's like someone uh, put a. Uh, a bicycle pump in him and just like pumped him up but he's, he, he's not like fat no he's, he's not solid. i don't even say he's thick he's just solid. like a fucking brick a rock <laughs> a boulder are mma fighters like boxers where they um i read this art the, an article the other day about fury about him coming from that irish travelers background do gypsy? most yeah like gypsy they're called irish travelers it's a it's a whole class of people in ireland that are put down by the government and by the people of Ireland. Um, are MMA fighters like that too? Like, like most fighters come from these like horrible, like distraught places. And the reason they get so into fighting is because they have to, like they're fighting to survive. They're fighting mm. to get out of the projects. They're fighting to, yeah. I think so. All they you know, know is like fighting. They, all they know is fighting. <laughs> and that's so. why I always, that's why I think a lot of times when like uh Shab and like Rogan talk about him fighting, like why, why? Why would you even want to even fucking do that? Because you don't have fighters. I, it seems I think like, it's different. It I think seems like di- fighters I, fight because they have to fight. I think it's different from MMA as opposed to boxing. Because <laughs> yeah. MMA, you have jujitsu and you have all these different crafts of martial arts that it's like some of them aren't about striking. Some of them are about yeah. like, like you art know, defense and art sure. and like, you know, all that stuff. So maybe a little bit less, but there are some crazy ones. Just like, just like anything in life, there's, there's both sides <laughs> of the coin. Right, because you're right, dude. Like Brian Ortega did not grow up easy, dude. That right. was that that dude's a gangster. That dude's a fucking gangster. Whereas, you know, there's some other guys who do it for the martial art, for the craft, for yeah. the idea of like becoming the best version of yourself. Israel Israel didn't look like he's like a killer like that. He kicks, he he like strikes, but I think Israel's there to be to be the best that he possibly can be and master the craft. Master. Act with class and move violently. Like that's he did. that's him. He did. Yeah. I think part of that's just like sheer athleticism. Like guy like Brendan didn't he play football, and then yeah. he was like, I want to get into MMA yeah. just because he's like he's bigger than most people. He's yeah. faster and he's able to do something with his athleticism. There's a lot of like room in the world for someone who's purely athletic. Like yeah. that's their calling is that they're they are an athlete. You have to put that energy into something. But, and if it's it could be fighting, it could be football, baseball, whatever it is. And once you're there, and like I can attest, dude, there's this like uh, it's just like if you love something, you get the bug, oh. right? I, I I have the the fighting bug, and every time people ask me about it, I say like, unfortunately, I really love boxing. It's unfortunate because <laughs> it's fucking dangerous. It's very dangerous. The sport people are putting their life on the line for it, and um. <laughs> Is it the you, adrenaline or you, the? You, in my opinion, fighting is the coolest sport in the world. It is one of the coolest things in the world. There's no more. There's. It does not get more primal than two men. Not at all. In a ring, a cage, somewhere you cannot escape, beating the shit out of each other to see who is better. They are modern day gladi- gladiators, and every time I go to um, a fight, I'm just I'm I'm lit up, dude. I am ecstatic to be there. I'm happy. I have so much energy flowing through my body and. <laughs> It, yeah, I think I think it's I think it's the coolest the, thing ever. The world loves it too. I mean, isn't consistently uh, <laughs> like the highest paid athlete? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, it, it, two people start fighting, everyone watches. Yep, it's the one sure, it can attract everyone's attention no matter <laughs> where you are. Immediately, yep. Henry Cejudo, who's the uh, two weight champ right now, gave me his belts at dinner. Uh, also, I don't know why because I again I was like, why are you giving me your belts? He goes, no, I just hold them so. And uh, <laughs> we took this picture, but like. 
I don't know, bro. There's 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 something there's a there's a uh, magical nature to fighting that makes it so fucking exciting to watch, to participate, to be involved. It's animal instinct. Goes all the way to yep. You know, does he walk around with those? He he does walk around with those. That seems like a lot. He calls himself the king of cringe, though. Uh, Ah, wait. Oh, that was that guy. No, no, no. That was that was Paolo. Henry Cejudo wasn't even. He was just eating his dinner. He didn't care. He's like, like, take a picture with my belts. I was like, no. He's like, no, just do it. I was like, yeah, sir. Well, most of them are. Well, most of them are like barely conscious anymore. They're like, they're like. (laughs) No, not true. Really, not true. I don't know why. I was at that dinner and one. Who's the guy I was talking to the whole time? He was just going on about travel to Brazil and like the dude that was right across from me, one of the other fighters. I don't think he was a fighter. Oh, he wasn't? I I don't know. Dude, that uh, guy was in Vegas. He was probably just He just up. showed up at our table. He was <laughs> no, a random no, no. guy and just sat was with it, us. Was it not what one of the um costume <laughs> trainer and like guy from Brazil? Oh who looks like a fighter, but oh, isn't. Oh, maybe. Forget maybe. Uh, but yeah, the MMA MMA is actually safer than boxing. I notice a lot of the boxers have have um, some speech problems, yep. and, and oh, fucking hopefully I don't develop constant any. getting hit in the head. Yeah, over and over and over is why you get that. Yeah, MMA they jump on you, you get a couple hits to the head, you're done. The fight's over. I think I think that you can get knocked out or knocked down in boxing. Get back up. Knock down again, get back up, knock down again. That's that's, that's the biggest. <laughs> I just problem. let you keep going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Literally, you get hit in the head. You get a concussion. You have a very severe concussion. You yep. get knocked down, and they give you ten seconds to recover. Yep. You lose flash. You don't recover from a concussion in ten uh, seconds. So you get up, and then you get hit again. You get a what is it? A, a second tier repercussion, and then it just keeps happening, and you're fucked. Next thing you know, it you can't use your hand when you're forty five years old. And what happens after the fight? The commission suspends you for like. 90 days. So after you've had the concussion, right? Instead of stopping it there, they're like, okay, now you're suspended. No, they need to suspend you so you don't get back in the ring right away. Yeah, MMA, the knockouts are a little cleaner. Um, but bare knuckle. I I don't know. It's it's, it's, it's like kind of semi on the rise. I I don't know about bare knuckle. Would you ever do it? Me? No. I mean, MMA is pretty much bare knuckle. How much is that? Four four ounces. Four ounces. (laughs) It's nothing. It's not, it's not a lot. It's not a lot of weight, yeah. But uh, I don't. I would. I would never. But um, Yoel Romero. This video went viral. Him actually before the before the fight, and I wanted to talk about this. I'm sure you guys have seen this. This was him talking about mentality. Dwayne Johnson actually posted this. When you life, when you believe, when you believe, everything is possible. You have a two hands. Mm. I mean, everything is possible. Go. Go. And take it whatever way you want to do. Damn. That's sick. He's so serious about oh, that. Yeah. Very intense. He means that. Wow. I wonder if he does. I could Because he didn't take that championship belt. <laughs> he stood he, there. He didn't even, didn't even put in an effort. True. And... Uh, wouldn't say effort. He's sorry, effort. sorry, sorry. Yes, he put effort, but not, not not the effort he should have given the amount of training he's done, given this philosophy. And by the way, like Yoel Romero is a very respected fighter. I get it, but I don't, I don't know. He didn't. I didn't show up my KSI fight. He didn't show up against Izzy Adesanya. The I rock, love his passion. I love I his say, passion, though. I, yeah. I just think like, do you think you could uh, replace what he said with like any sentence, and he would say it with the same passion? Yes. Like, you have two cartons of milk. Put them in your shopping cart and go. I, I imagine and you're just like, holy shit. Yes. I'm going to go get milk fucking now. Dude. Yes. Yes. The Rock. Uh, so this is on The Rock's page. He said, love this. You all Romero, MMA dropping gospel about willing things into existence when you believe. I believe in visualizing and manifesting outcomes, but only when I can put in the work with my own two hands, my two hand philosophy, a philosophy that Yoel speaks to here. Um, and, and, and I, I, I definitely love that philosophy. I, a couple red flags are raised for me just because that two hand philosophy does not work for everyone because it cannot work for everyone. And, and actually living with Evan makes really puts this into perspective for me. The things that I can do with two hands are not equivalent to the things Evan could do with two hands. A two hand philosophy not, might not work for Evan. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, I, I'm big on the philosophy of, Finding the thing you're good at and working smarter, not harder about it. Mm-hmm. Working hard, it works. It works for some people, but also what, what does that mean? 
for a guy like you for a guy like the rock it's it's being it's an extremely physically exerting taxing um exercise it's it, it revolves around fitness but that two-hand philosophy i just want to like urge people not to absorb <laughs> that as the spine of your life i think but what what he's saying with the two-hand philosophy i think or what i get out of it is is working with what you have and so everybody mm-hmm. can reapply it based on what they have. Like one person might have one hand and he might call it the, it could still be called the two hand philosophy. You're just working with what God gave you. Like it doesn't. No, no, no. I agree with that. That's not what, that's not what he's that's saying. That's not what that you're ta- is. You're taking, you said you have two, taking it literal and two hands could also mean your brain. It could also mean other things. You think so? I think because, so. Because not every brain is created equal. And that's where this philosophy, philosophy falls apart. Sure. Most of us have two hands and you can, I can look at you and say you have the same two hands as me. But I can't say you have a brain just like me because those are vastly fucking different. My my brain and your brain are capable of two very different things. I, I think that we both have the brain to visualize and manifest our outcomes. I love that part of it. So I love that part of it. Whether your brain is, yep. can spell better than I yep. can, great. Have fun with that. Yep. But I still can manifest yeah, I think I think you might have taken it too literally. Like, maybe maybe I saying. did. Maybe I, I did. I just like I, I, I pick apart these philosophies because yeah, like because you're I, literal. I I try to come up with like a universal like the first one, willing things into existence when you believe, visualizing and manifesting outcomes. You can, everybody you, can everyone do that. Can do that. Mm-hmm. Fact. Everyone can do that. Yep. The, yo, if I go up to a paraplegic or a quadriplegic, I say you have two hands just like me. That doesn't fucking work, dude. He, he has to get through course, his life in a very course. different way than I do. You're taking literal. Yeah. Also, well, he's not saying, only literal, but exceptions to the rule. Same you know too. Yeah. Saying? You can do anything you want. No, there's <laughs> laws. The there's there's you can't a different... kill people. You can't do certain things. You go to jail and you do like, the, he doesn't mean that, the, but he said that I'm, I'm using <laughs> the exceptions and the outliers <laughs> as representations of a larger part of the whole of this, in my opinion, philosophy it dude it sounds so good it sounds great work hard you got two hands just like me but yo what if you have some sort of eating deficiency where you're i don't know like where your muscles are weaker than mine that's and, where that's where you have to get the helping hand philosophy like you have to use what you have to get some way to put two hands on it you, if you have to rely on help yes sometimes i'm in the kitchen you need help to grab something we're all happy one. to do that and we're all here to help yeah you find some way to bring about the things that you want into existence, whether that's doing it yourself or employing someone else to get hands on with it and get you the things that you want. I just, I just also think, like we said, I think this is applied to like the general set. Like every person I've talked, go every it. person I've talked to in the past ninety days has had two hands and the ability to use them. So, like, I don't want to. Like, how long do you talk about the three exceptions that you've run into in the past thirty years? As, you know? the, as like, the great yeah. Jake Paul once said, "You gotta want it." <laughs> hmm. You gotta uh, want it. He also said, "It is every day, bro. It is every yeah, day. Consistency. It is, and he's he right. He's that. right. He's right." Yeah, I don't know. I, I just empathize with the people whose two hands aren't as strong as Yoel Romero's, or who, who <laughs> cannot beat up people for a living, or or who aren't genetically built to be strong and have he's a career a like The Rock, yeah, 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 yeah. like, or the people who are. Uh, their brain doesn't function as quickly as as the Elon Musks of the world. Like, yeah. We're all humans. We're all the same, but not fucking really. Be that, a maverick. Be a fucking maverick. You're one of one. Nice. You're one of one, baby. Nice. And like th- that. and that, and, like that, that and that's the thing that makes you special. Yeah. You're unique. Ideally, sure. Yeah, we all got two <laughs> hands in the same. Br- the, the ideally, sure. The playing field's yep. leveled. Reality, that's not the case. True. Sponsor Danny, Danny Dating. dating. <laughs> oh, no. Man, we do have a sponsor. Danny Dating. You guys' favorite sponsor. If you love sex, you love BlueChew.com. BlueChew offers men a performance enhancement for the bedroom because we'd all like to go a little longer and last a few extra rounds. BlueChew.com affiliated physicians work with you to find the dosage and the active ingredients that is best for you. They can work faster than pills, up to twice as fast. Can be taken on a full or empty stomach. Takes a few minutes to connect with the BlueChew.com affiliated physician. And if you qualify, you get prescribed online quickly. No in-person doctor visit. No awkward conversation. No waiting in line at a pharmacy. They ship directly to your door in a discreet package. So they give you confidence in bed every time. You and your partner will absolutely love it, chew it, and do it. I got a deal for you guys. Go to bluechew.com. Get your first order free when you use a promo code Logan. Just pay $5 shipping. B-L-U-E-Chew.com. Promo code Logan. 
Definitely need the two-hand philosophy for that thing. That's a fact. Oh, yes. I had that need girl, both hands hey, for that. Remember that story I told about the <coughs> the, the dick the numbing the numbing spray, numbing spray that yeah. I put on my penis <laughs> yes. and that I couldn't feel my penis and I was high and yep. I didn't know what to do with. The girl texted me and she's like, uh, she's like, "Are you free tomorrow night?" I was like, "Heck yeah, baby! You know I am." <laughs> numbing she, spray. She goes, she goes, "You gonna last more than thirty seconds this time?" I was like, "You bet, baby. That's what I'm gonna do." She goes, no dick numbing spray. I was like, listen, I'm out. <laughs> I was like, listen, I can't, I can't do that. <laughs> but also, yeah, Danny was good. Yeah. Danny. Okay, why don't you watch come over here? Yes, Danny, expose your private life. This is our assistant, Danny. Who's, she's just, Jeff, would you mind giving Danny the throne for a sec? Danny's one of the nicest, most caring and generous humans on the planet. Ever, ever. Jeff, go do some business. Get us some more money. So, so Danny, please. You in my entire experience yeah. of working with you for what a year and a half, maybe two years now. It's um, less than a month away from two years. So, hey, um, I, I think I've I've known about one date you've gone on. That's the only one. That is the only one. Besides the two last week, two with two different two different guys. Danny, yeah. Yeah. wait, two two yeah. two dates with the same two guys on each date. Like three, three, are you, three are people you, total. Are you running a polygamous little thing? Yeah, you're trying to be a sister wife <laughs> um, with yourself. I just, just wanted to get out there. I decided that I was gonna try to start dating because the problem is, over the past six years, I've not really like opened myself up to it. I'm not really will. wasn't willing to do it because I was like, screw that. Yeah, yeah. But then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do it. No way. Yeah. How'd you find the the boys? Unhinge. Hinge? Oh. What is that? What it's is a that? dating app like Tinder. Right, but what's the, what's the thing? Where's this like, thing? Like, um, Bumble, the girls approve, right? Um, Raya's like for celebrities or whatever. What's the thing on Hinge? Like, is it just the same? I uh, think that you can. Mutual friends. Is it? Oh, that's what it is. You're supposed to have a hinge between mutual oh, mutual friends. That's what it I is. I actually don't know because I haven't been on any of the other apps. I think Dylan just said it. Okay. So, you just, yeah, you have to know someone or some shit. So, but with Hinge, you can put. Like fun, quirky little things. I wish we could pull up my hinge thing right well, now. I mean, at what point does it become a branded play? Uh, you know oh, that's true, like, that's true, that's true, that's true. Okay, so this one app. Yeah, just some um, app. So I went on and I was like, I'm going to be specific about this, the stuff that I want, you know? Like, I want, I want to yeah. make sure that, like, adventurous, fate, have strong in their faith, etc. So I found these two guys that kind of match that. One of them, he pulled up to the date, went to a coffee shop, he drove a Tesla. So I was like, hey, check, oh, check, yeah, Tesla. Yeah, we like nice. Teslas. Yeah. yeah, and he's a rocket engineer. Whoa. So he's kind of cool. cool. Does he work at SpaceX? Um, No. Oh, nice. Maybe. Just oh, figured just because of the Tesla. And then we went, I went bike riding on Saturday with the other guy. No way. Yeah. Did you talk while you were riding the bikes? <laughs> he's probably 100 pounds. Oh, no. So he was way faster at climbing Dang, the hills you can, than me. You could beat the shit out of him. No, I totally could beat the shit out of him, but not <laughs> climbing a hill. You know who I talked to the other day? Who? Austin McBroom, who apparently came into my yard with face rug <laughs> to try and prank me. <laughs> and what funny. happened? You know what he told me? What did he tell he you? He said you came out of the house with a paintball gun. I did. And you yep. shot a paintball gun at him. I did. He's like, yo, your assistant's the best ever. <laughs> yo, they were in masks, right? Yeah. So it looked like people that just That was the not fence. cool. Danny came out. Boop, 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 boop. I, I shot the first one like next to them just to kind of warning scare shot. him a little, a little warning shot. I shot two off and then immediately he's like, Poof, took his mask <laughs> off. But I made sure to make it like, like if it were you, I would shop Mike essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right next to him. All right. Sharp. Thank you for that, by the way. Yeah, for of course. I got there. you. I got you. I pulled did, a knife on him. Did you? I had that big knife. Knowing it was awesome, McBroom? Yeah, because still, I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I was the first one to make contact with these masked villains in the back. They were standing in the ring, and I walked back there. I'm like shirtless, no shoes on. Yeah. I walk back, and there's just three guys in the ring, and they keep saying, Where's Logan? Where's Logan Paul? Where's Logan Paul? I'm like, I can't answer that question right now. I don't know who you are. <laughs> and then I, I finally, like, I, I haven't said a word. I've approached the whole time. I stand on the edge of the ring, and they're still yelling at me, trying to say shit. I'm trying to figure out who they are. And then Austin runs t forward towards me, leans his back up against the uh, ropes and takes his mask, mask off. He's uh, like, yo, man. It's me also. Uh, uh, for the Ace family. Well, he took it off as I was shooting the gun. Anyways, the yeah. date, the date. I want to know. Yeah. Did you enjoy the idea of dating or was it back to the original philosophy of not for me? I didn't, I didn't crazy enjoy it. Oh. It was the, the idea of the amount of energy I had to put into texting this person when 
I'm like, I'm just going to see you Wednesday. Why am I texting you and putting energy into like when we're actually just going to talk in person? Mm -hmm. And then after Mm -hmm. that, I was like, same idea. What's the objective here? What's the objective? What, what, why are we? You're, you're a man's dream. And if you're like that, I don't know many girls (laughs) that are like that. They want to text you all fucking day. How you doing, baby? How's lunch? How's I'm working and on my phone texting all day when it comes to work. Guys, are you hearing this? If you're watching this right now, the girl's not even going to fucking make you text her. Hi, she just Danny. see you when she sees you. Hey, I, I'm serious. I, I bet we could find you a stud. Oh yeah, in our audience, I, you oh, know yeah. how many? You know how many? Well, we'll do the dating game on the show. Yeah. I need yeah. you to be. Oh. I need you to be taller than me. That's all. You're tall, Danny. I'm five ten. Sheesh. So I need you to be taller than me and like. Why did David oh. just make direct eye contact with me? <laughs> <laughs> David just gave me the death stare. David, how tall are you? Five seven. Five seven. It's just okay. David's here's like, the thing. I don't want to <laughs> feel big, like bigger than you. I want to like, I'm confident in myself. I know like I'm happy with my body and personally, but I want a guy who's not going to be so someone what's that your, I could like beat up. What's your <laughs> height? What's your I, height I, requirement? Yeah. Like at least six foot, like two inches. I need, cause what if I wear a little pair Wait, of heels? Wait, did you say at least two inches? Yeah. What's two inches tall total? <laughs> no, <I'm> <laughs> you just want like a small I, micro human? six two. Six two would be cool. I like six, six two. Six two with a 12 foot belief in Jesus Christ. <laughs> like you, you're looking for, I mean, if you could I date mean, a six foot two pastor, you would do it. And we and trust me, if, if they're watching this show, they're probably devout Christians. Yeah. Devout Christians. Oh, oh, yeah. My dad said, uh, I watched one of those episodes of Impulsive, and I just don't know how you handle those boys. I have no idea either, yeah. Danny. It doesn't make sense. Like, on paper, it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't. I still don't understand. Wait, I met a girl. I, I was um, talking to a girl. Nah, that's not even true. Nice. I was, uh, <laughs> I was with a girl for like a day or two who was... You remember that girl? You called her a ladder. <laughs> Oh my she lord! Was, she was six three. She was the uh, tallest human six, I've ever three. met. And I said, I was like, "Yo, like, how, I, I'm six foot two, and I can't not notice how fucking tall you are." And she would wear heels. How, too. Yeah, I said, "How does that make you feel?" She's like, "I love it. She loved it. She loved being taller than yeah. men." I like being tall. Mm. The frustrating part is when a guy doesn't like that you're tall, because then it makes you. You're like, "Well, I'm tall. I'm not changing that. I'm tall. It's your insecurity that you're putting on me." Mm. That's so a I've big had thing. that before. That's yeah. a big mm. thing that demat. Ema- Demasculation, Demasculation. of men because I have a girl, I have a girlfriend who makes far more money than I do. And it's something that I've had to, to deal with. You know what I'm saying? She comes and picks me up in my Lambo. That's fascinating. She comes and picks me up in her Lambo. I walk out with like a lunchbox. I'm like, (laughs) bye bye, Logan. See, I'll be back soon. Don't worry. We'll get the content for your vlogs. I promise. I'll be back soon. And then she picks me up in the Lambo. She's like, get in, bitch. (laughs) We're going to whatever restaurant I fucking choose. And I'm like, oh, okay. And, she's, like, and I'm like, I see the menu, and she's like, you'll be having the prime rib, medium rare, don't give him potatoes because he's fucking fat. He's not having potatoes. Like, Some of it I'm kidding about. Well, but I, which part? Because that all sounded like none, things none, I've heard. None of it except for the Lambo part where she picks me up in a Lambo. It is, it is so fascinating because it's not like you don't have money. <laughs> But she's like such. She's the breadwinner yeah, in the relationship. She, she definitely is. I mean, I just. I also just don't spend. Like she was like, "Why don't you get a matching Lambo?" I was like, "I can," but like, I don't. It just seems like a waste. Can you? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can money. if I want to, but like, I don't. I could even buy it outright if I want to, oh. but I don't. I just don't want to do that. Why would I do that? You You promise? Yeah, I could show you right now. Do you want? Do you want to see? No, no but like, would oh. you have? Okay, I can pull up my jacket. Yeah, we we believe you. I can. I mean, it does, does the just, audience it's, believe it's, me? It's, it's a like, slight shift in power in the rela- in the in the dynamic between you and, and most, most women. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm gonna give you some advice. Here yeah, we go. please. That, that please. will be so hard for you to apply because okay. you are here 24 seven. And actually, you should you should start leaving like one to two hours earlier. I think. Oh yeah, you yeah. should. Yeah, cool. yeah. Like an 8 p.m. Yes. Like a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> you'll do 10 p.m. every day. Yeah, if you didn't know, I work 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. six days a week. Chef Katie wants to know if that rule applies to her, too. She's walking through. <laughs> She's like, hey, is there any chance I could leave around that time nah, as well? Chef Katie's going to pick up the extra two hours a day. Yeah, yeah. We're going to stay longer with the late night snacks. Midnight. What are you saying? She said, all right. Well, she, Chef Katie also fits in much better with this squad. Not not no you know no offense no, no, Dan, but she's a it. fucking lunatic she's like a, she's she's perfect she's a satanist not like Danny I'm just she, loves, she, she loves she loves recreational a, you know a little recreational drug use here and there she's she's not, not. <laughs> all right here's well, the advice yeah I need to, I'm ready all right hold on I'm get this it is so uh, much more here's why dating apps I have a problem with them you you do not know anything about the person right, this, right. A, a, a algorithm tells you that this person might be compatible and then you feel obligated to like 
text until you meet and like forge right. some sort of chemistry. If you can feel that chemistry when you meet a person in real life first, meet them in who would have guessed real life is better than this, right? right? But if you can if you can meet a person in real life and then a spark of interest happens and you feel chemistry there and th- it, it might um, be the catalyst to become interested and carry on those conversations uh, as a, a predecessor for the date. Does that make sense? No, it totally makes sense because even like these two guys, sure, there's a on paper, it make like outdoorsy adventures, whatever, yes. and then you go and you're like, I don't have yeah, any, there's yeah. no spark or yeah. anything. Yeah. So if you, if you, if you, Basically, I, I'm suggesting meeting people in real life. Right. But it's, again, I was saying it's hard because you're you're always here. And where? But where do I go? That's that's the biggest the places question. You love. Hey, I don't, places Erwan. you love. That I don't know. If anyone Erwan. has advice for me too, I, I got it. Erwan, I'm I have not the answer. going to bars. I have the answer. I tell know? everyone the same exact thing. I'm a firm believer in meeting people in real life. You have to do it. It's the only. Yeah. I mean, you could do it through apps. I get it. People meet matches all the time that way because it's a good start for like maybe people people that are more shy. But if you have hobbies, things you're interested in. A, a group, a club, something that you want to go put energy into. It's a lot easier to meet people there that have similar um, time spend as you. And then you're already engaged in one activity. You have something in common from the beginning. And you're like, oh, have you, do done, you, come that? Here often? Have you done that? Me? Like a All club? The time. A club here? I met not a guy. Not a club, but not here. I can't find love in LA. Everyone's focused on their, their work here. Fair. I met a guy on the PCH. I was riding my bike. I forgot about this. It was like a year and a half ago. I was on the PCH riding my bike alone, and there's this group of guys that go riding by, and I hop on their tail and start drafting on them. I'm oh, like, nice. hey, mind if I join in? And then I started talking to this one guy for the whole, we went on 80-mile ride, and I just joined Whoa, in. And see, then that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. The problem with those circumstances is they're much more rare than the swipe, yeah. right? You, you do this 10 times. That's about The apps people. are about volume. That's about volume. It. You got num- You got to meet. It's game. a numbers game. Uh, you meet a bunch of people. One of them you'll find a spark with. Take it from the the app legend. I did apps for fucking for years. Yeah. And by and by the way, the apps you're using are for hookups. Well, yeah, and I, I'm not. You need you need Match.com or even better, Christian Mingle. Christian Mingle. It, oh, Chris, farmers need, only. Farmers you only. Need, wow. You need Christian Mingle because then you know every person on there is of the utmost faith. Twelve foot pastors in the faith department. <laughs> You need that shit because the ones you're on, it's all about meat, margarita, yeah, fuck fest, yeah. and that's not you, Danny. You it's don't want to be in some margarita driven fuck fest. No, I you're just a good Christian girl. You want to go yeah. bale hay and shit like that. I prefer baling hay. You killed a cow with a bale of hay. I... A baby, a baby cow. <laughs> Danny oh dropped a bale God. of hay on a baby cow. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Killed it, and then dragged it home with a little jeep or something like that. Yeah, it was a quad. I dragged dragged it out to the woods. Does that you still affected by that? Would you say a little, a little? Yeah, because my friend was like, "You better watch, make sure it doesn't come untied." And then as we, (sighs) and you were how old? I was probably like (laughs) fourteen. That's yeah. got to be. That's but I worked on a pumpkin patch for, and that was out at the pumpkin patch. A so freshman like, in high school and already a convicted felon. Cow murderer. You <laughs> <laughs> go to jail in India. Well, Danny, I um applaud you. I applaud. Yes, <laughs> I applaud you. I wish you the best of luck. Thank in you. Your dating endeavors, and uh, I, I really, I mean, look, <laughs> if, if you're a a young, driven, good looking bachelor, comment below. Hit up Danny on Instagram. What's what's your Instagram? Danny L Strobel. And if you find any bachelors, yeah, let me know so I can bet the fuck on. Yeah, them. I gotta run them by you guys. I'll first. be the older bro here. I'm here, and for then it. he'll be the the dad. Which <laughs> you better know I'm... your you better know your Deuteronomy, kids. Ooh, wow, is that right? Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy. Deut- Deuteronomy is a book in the Bible. Bible. Yes. You better yeah. know your Deuteronomy, kids, and maybe even some Psalms. Good. Yeah. Good. All right, thanks. You Thank guys you, are Danny. all like my brothers. Your yeah. birthday yeah. is the same as my brothers. You're basically my brother. April 1st. Same middle name. It's coming out. Holy shit, I'm going to be 25 same. soon. 25. Uh-oh. Uh, Thank That's you, boys. That's cool, though. Thank you, Danny. Thanks, Danny. Should we bring the Jewish Smurf back in or no? No? <laughs> right, there he goes. He's going out. What about the German? Does the German he, have anything to say? Actually, yo, can we bring the German on? Why don't you get in here, German? For five minutes? Come get on. in here, fuck ass. Everybody knows Jeff, Jeff, Jeff said this as we were talking to, to Danny. 50 Cent posted it on his Instagram. Uh, it's a guide to have sex during the coronavirus pandemic, and and actually, I kind of fuck with this. Let's see here. Ah, oh, so yeah. Corona sex. So missionary is unsafe, right? You're right in the direct line of fire of the coughing and the germs, but doggy seems to be the way to go. That seems that seems um, safe. 
Look at, and uh, and feasible. Look at the guy's butt in the bottom one. It's a little pet peg that comes out of his. <laughs> it's like his tailbone is exposed. Tail. Is this you, Mike? It looks that kind of looks like my ass. Also, why, dude? If you, he's just he's hunkered over, dude. He's, he's not in like a uh, a stiff upright position, which tends to be the more. I mean, also he's got no grip strength on those paws. It's, come on, is, man. This is a private moment for this guy. How are you going to critique true. him? That's Everyone's true. got their own stroke. Speaking of Corona, can you guys listen to something really quick? What you got? <laughs> Mike, I've been meaning to talk to you about this. You have Wait, talked just, the entire time. Just one more. <laughs> Why did you do that to uh, yourself? All right, first off, Brad, please, <laughs> please make sure these mics do not get switched. Yeah, that was disgusting. That is disgusting. It's, but it's not... It's not Corona. It's just an upper respiratory infection and a high fever. You, need- you don't have to worry about it <laughs> at all. I believe those are the exact sim- symptoms of coronavirus. What was that? Dude, it sounds like your esophagus is it's lined not good. with I measles and mumps. I haven't had a good old phlegm-ridden cough like this in a while. You, you need to get that fixed immediately because it's the worst thing. You literally cough from the minute you wake up to the minute you go to bed. I, I heard you had in, a coughing fit last night at 11.30. I thought you were going to die. Damn. I picked it up in Miami for the Jake Paul fight. Oh. I, I am getting concerned, dude. Should I, should like, I go? You, you need you, to go. You and my father both. I'm concerned about he's you guys. He's got a cough, too? No, but every time he calls me, I'm like, this is it, dude. This is the call where he's like, I'm having another heart attack. I swear to God, Dad. I swear to God. Shit. I swear. He pulled up. I was following him one time on the uh, on the road, and he pulled over in a little in a little uh, uh, like passing lane. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, dude, he's, this is it. He had a heart attack on the road. Like I'm I'm paranoid, and I feel like it's gonna happen with you. Some sort of coughing fit. Oh, uh, a and, coughing and, yeah, attack. Yeah, yeah, and you yeah. suffocate yourself via suffocation. <laughs> totally I actually almost did for your last vlog. It was actually a good little so funny, good little moment. Hey, what's up, German? Hey, what's up, David? Mike? David. How are you? Say good, something you? long so people can understand how you talk. Uh, I don't know what to say. I. I can tell you that um, that's my favorite position right there. The <laughs> Doggy? No, the missionary. Not anymore. Why? You just got to be safe. Safe sex. coronavirus. Cut the shit, Dave. All right, I'm going to switch. Yo, how about dinner sold by David last night? <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, the Postmates. Yeah, sure. Should we? Me and David got a fight. When? Oh, my God. Oh. Him and Lana had some issues. There was uh, there's a whole lot of beef going on with David and Mike over uh, the friendship that David and Lana like have. the zone. So are we anyways, are we, I almost want to ask her, are we doing this or what? I mean, what did you got? So are you going somewhere? Yeah, sure. Well, no, do you have well, a, this one was a bit serious. Sure. Let's it do did. It. it was serious, but it's a good question. It's, it's a good, it's just, just a question. Stuff, right? It's, it's got, it comes to a high level question. That I want to ask the viewers as well. David has always with every one of my flings. And now with my current girlfriend had a very tight relationship Phys- slightly physical, slightly always playful. Very he, playful. He fucks Mike's girls. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Not at all. But who, he, who, sure. who are you referring to? Uh, the flings. Remember nope. with uh with with the assistant's best friend. Yeah, I do remember. Yeah. All right. So remember when I was hooking up with her and you guys would ch- choke each other and shit like that. He basically that was a joke between us. She also was in my bet once, so I don't know whose fling it was. Oh. Did you hook up with her? No, but she ended right, up in so my bed. Was she came out of your room. So, so anyway, but, but also I've had girls who ended up in Mike's bed, love sack, whatever, and, and like, it's never it's, sexual. But it, but oh, so here's the question: got it, got it, got it. Uh, it's like this brotherly sisterly thing. But Lana used it to make me jealous because I never, I've never, I'm not a jealous guy. People always ask me like, "How do you feel about the fact that she took dicks?" And I'm just like, <laughs> "Don't give a fuck. Don't care at all. Not a jealous guy. I know who I am." I'm Gucci, so I don't give a fuck. So she's like, damn, I got to figure this out. I want this motherfucker to respect the queen. And she used the Nazi to fucking do it. <laughs> and so the other, and so, so the, so the other day, so the other day she was, she was sticking her ass out in the kitchen and she like looked at him like fucking with me. And then she'll look at me and like do one of these and he sneaks past her and she goes, she goes, he rubbed his dick like like he it was, so I wasn't blaming David. That, that's, he not was, fine, that's not fine. what happened. Fine, fine. So I don't want to push him too far because he was just he's they're all just fucking around. But it finally got me to the point after weeks of it happening yeah. where I said, "Yo, this is done. This is over. Yeah. There's no more of this." And Logan Logan mediated the situation, and it, it brought up this like thought in my mind of like, does anyone else out there go through the situation where the best friend becomes like a little bit too? 
like they they become playful for sure almost for and sure. like you too we've flirty, had we've flirty. we've had this situation numbers a, a, a bunch sure. of times for sure not not just between us dude I, this is this is a very common problem i mean i told yeah. you mike so multiple times it happened <laughs> every morning whenever she sleeps over she comes out and just hugs me but right. there's a lot of ways to hug there's a very dry hug but she does the hug where she puts her head inside my Right, oh, she like nestles. Shoulders. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A little weird. Sometimes she rests her head on my shoulder, just like standing in the Should kitchen. You, do you think she considers you like almost like a Berlin teddy bear? <laughs> I think it all comes down to. <laughs> what? I think it all comes down to two things. First, the way we got introduced to each other in the vlog. That's a huge thing. We I agree about with that. that. He Heavy. made you made it. What that you made him be the cheater. Cheater? No, there's no, a, there's, not a, even there's a through line of David and Lana flirting, 100%. even though she's your girl. We made it which, up. Which, yeah. yo, this is classic case of like real life and vlog, and the lines are starting yeah. to blur. Yeah, yeah. But real life problem is that she actually likes me as a person. I would say, she, of course, she, yeah. So maybe that's how she is. I don't she's know. The, she's very affectionate, and yes. I, I'm assuming one of her lo love languages is touch. And I wouldn't be surprised Bro, if people all, she loves, and, she's doing and this all, all the time. time. She call, she wants to cuddle constantly. And by the way, my anti love language is touch. Get the fuck off! <laughs> but also, also, please, I am busy. I'm doing shit, and so when all she wants to do is, she says all the time, cuddles. All I want to do is not cuddles. <laughs> so what is she naturally gonna do? Let's go to David. Find David, and she does it. Oh, she goes, oh yes. the guy that wants to cuddle. Cuddle, and so she, so she comes oh. to me for the for the action, and then she goes to David for the cuddles. And so I got to a point where I was comfortable with that situation. I'm like, good, this is perfect. I, I help you out on that one. Amazing. If you want to, but I, Two two such two times it happened where you weren't there. That was like in the morning time. She would rest her head on me a little too long, a little too you can do it for a second, kind of like high, but then like, okay, go away. But she just keeps Did resting. you ever feel like you might want to press a charge? No. No. But two times I told her, Hey, I feel uncomfortable. As like obviously also as a joke, but semi serious, because I'm not gonna be like, yo, get the fuck off of me. I was like, Yeah, I mean I feel a little uncomfortable. You're I, th I think I said something along the lines like, um, you're my one of my best friend's girlfriend or something Wait, like that. Wait, it got to that it point where twice. you make that statement? You're like, we yes. can't do this. We can't do this. You're fully dressed in the kitchen without hugging, you, and he's like, we can't do this. Without, without I, you, you know how badly <laughs> I want to do this hugging right now, but we can't do this, and you know it. It's, I think she that's also. How, that's how the scene commenced. <laughs> what, I also, what, what I also think with Lana is she, since she's like in that adult industry and every guy like looks up to her like, oh my God, Lana Rhodes. I'm not really like that. I was going to say this. And mm -hmm. I think even in, remember, remember the prank in the bed where yeah. you was, where you were like, David, I know for a fact you were hard right now. And you weren't. I'll tell you right now, I wasn't hard at all. Yeah, yeah that was never my con my concerns. No, never been saying, that you guys were gonna no, hook up. It's just it was just is, where was I supposed to draw the line? That's, that's the no, question. From like a from like is. a friendship standpoint, like like where do you say like, yo, have you ever dealt with anything like this, Jeff, with your girl? Like where one of your friends was just like they were like more. You're not on the set, so I don't know what I'm talking. I fucked up. Logan's I, gonna be mad. What, at me what I was saying with with, with I just wanted with, I wanted to ask someone else looking, in a relationship. I'm, I'm telling you right now, it happens. It happens. <laughs> right, right. There's yeah. people in the comments right now who are like, "Holy shit, this is word for word exactly verbatim what's happening in my life." But the point that I was saying with that people look up to her or like guys look up to her as like the goddess of like porn industry, adult industry is that the rejection or disinterest from my side is almost. Yeah, she, oh, like she's attracted more. to yeah. it a little bit. The typical rules of engagement, the typical rules of life, do not apply to Lana. She That's is true. she oh, is fascinating. Percent. Her come up, her past, even where she's at now in her life. Like, bro, I went to the Lamborghini dealership to get her the jacket, and the guy's like, "I've never sold a Lamborghini to a woman that, that young." She is a fucking baller. Like she's the awesome. typical rules of like how I would read a human. Again, just they differ for her. She she moves very differently. I I don't know many people like her. So the way she's touching you is like, even even the I mean you know girls that I've I've messed around they're touchier with my friends. Yeah, some yeah. are, some are. Some call them babes. Some don't. Um, even the babe we had an issue. I was like, yo, you got to stop calling this girl I was messing around with. I was like, you have to stop calling my friends babe. You need to. That's that is. And then it got even worse that night too with like yeah, the yeah. lock sack and everything. Yeah. So uh -huh. it does it does oh, happen. Yeah. But I do I do uh, like. The final thing I noticed was once I snapped, she, 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 I saw it in her face. She was like this, got him. But oh, it's, no, got him. it wasn't only you that she snapped. Got, she I goes, snapped too because you, it was you a, should, but you shouldn't. Both no, of you no, by the way, you were not supposed snap, to. You were I, supposed to just. I was because here was a problem. It was a snap for you because you were, you were all blaming it on me, 
and a snap on her because I might have had a little contact with her when I went around. At first, I was fucking high as fuck, and I, all I saw was my chocolate milk that I wanted to grab. Yeah, you. And who? let's say, let's say, what do you think is more likely? Me passing around her and doing whatever she claimed, or me passing around her and let's slightly touch she her. Did. Look, she tried slightly to slightly touch her, and she's like, "Oh my god, David!" Blah blah blah. So she gets your attention. She did. She that's tried to throw David under that's the bus. I saw did. it, but she's and it worked. What she did, and it worked. And the situation where she was like. No, David, I've never said that when I made that example when she was like leaning over like midday one, one time and she was like looking back like this. <laughs> and there's like the twinkie eye and all that twinkie shit. Twinkie like, eye. She had a like fucking this, like treat. This. <laughs> Yo, like, but, but it, all right. Yeah. And I acknowledge them. I laugh at them and I'm, what am I right, going to do? It listen makes me here, uncomfortable. Frankfurt, because, like, Frankfurt. Hold on. Hamburg, Just Hamburg. Hamburg. <laughs> Fuck you. The, the, last thing, <laughs> the last thing I want to say is she tried it with the DMs first. And I think she thought that was going to work. She's like, you know who's in my shit, right? And I was just like, don't give a fuck. She's like, do you know this rapper? And I, like, we talked about it. So every rapper, yeah, every football, yeah. every uh, soccer player, everybody. And I was just like, that's dope. She had to do it in real life. I was going to say, I think, because this is this has <coughs> shot me in the foot before. This is fucked me. Your, your nonchalance. Makes it worse. Yes, yeah, 100%. Sometimes. Yeah. It's like, your hands off attitude, hamburger. bro. Like, girls love attention. They love attention. Oh, yeah. Belly, you like attention? Love attention from your boy. Because hey George, did she ever hit you with the give me attention? Ever? Bro. <laughs> Bro what about cu- what about cuddles? What about cuddles? Cuddles. Yo, literally. I get this every night. Every night. You don't love me. Oh. Hold me. I was like, <laughs> I was like, man, I'm exhausted. I worked all day. No, you don't. You just you uh, hug me. <laughs> right. So so if you're if you're two hands off. Eventually, man, she she might push harder, which oh, is what happened in this scenario. Fuck yeah. me, and then no, like, too- oh yeah, I'm here. <laughs> yeah, babe, you get it. Uh, yeah, well, here we are. We figured Classic it out. German. We're, we're all good. We love, yeah, we, yeah. We, we love you, Dave. Yeah, leave my hand. But yo, but it's also long. it's also it's also <laughs> fucked up too because on the flip side, like I can't even I can't even like a picture. My my Instagram now is just a scroll. There's no uh, engagement. Nope, not allowed. What'd you say? Me too. Like saying, oh, he like recorded this. Like, the fuck? It was your idea to record it. You remember that? Yeah, she's a she's a hostler. She's bro. devious, bro. She's, devious. she's, she's smart. She, she she. But I yeah, I can't do shit. So it's fucked up. <sighs> That's it's a double standard you may have to live with, Mike. Well, I mean, she's coming to meet my mom, so oh, in two, four nice, days. Nice. When we went to the the <clears throat> the strip club in Vegas to watch her her dance, which is by by the way why we went to Vegas. Um. Dude, I, I realize I'm very uncomfortable at strip clubs. Yeah, some, pe- some people just are. Some people are. I think it takes, a, I think certain guys, like, because I'm like you too. Mm. I, I, I believe it or not. I. Mm. It's just so over, like, it, I don't like that um, in your face sexuality, which makes no sense because I'm dating <laughs> Lana. But I, and like, even when she tries to talk to me like that, like when she says really direct, like sexual shit, I actually don't like that. Any of the adult girls that I've ever fucked with, I don't like when they talk super sexually to me. It's, it's, no, or in the bedroom. I'm more, I'm more of like, I don't know, but why does it make you uncomfortable? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I think it's like, that is the peak of like superficiality, dude. Like a bunch of women wooing men literally only to get their money. I, I don't see it for anything other than that. A girl came up to came up to you, <laughs> I David. Knew you were gonna come up with that. A girl came up to you and and said something. She's no, like, her first time was, "Hey, I like your height. I, I like your height." I was I was like, "Good opener, strong." And David's so, like, "What did you see?" I was I was joking. I was looking at you. I was like, "Cause you were saying something." I was like, "Yeah." Logan, I go, I she go, likes my height. Yeah, I, go, I, go, I go, David, this girl has been I, uh, trained exactly what to say. She yeah. is a professional. As rookies falling for shit at the strip. My favorite. My favorite thing to watch. They're like, she said she likes my height. Where's the ATM? This one's got something special. She sees something in me. There's a song that I goes like it. this. Oh, I'm in love with, with a stripper. stripper. She riding, she rolling, she rolling. It happens. T-Pain. So be careful, boys. Be careful. If you, and by the way, if you do go to a strip club and you want to spend money, spend that fucking money. Please spend the money because we had an issue. Mike and I withdrew $500 <laughs> in singles each to throw at Lana. And we did. We threw all of them. It was awesome. Money was raining. It was a big spectacle. It was cool. Then when we ba- went back and collected all the cash that less. everyone threw... <laughs> It was less than what we started. We lost we money. Lost. We lost money. Singles were going off the stage and got the broker guys around the stage like collected, <laughs> and then they throw it at different strippers that aren't dating social media influencers. We lost one hundred and three dollars somehow. 
So how did you count that many dollars? They put it. They run it through the machine. Oh, that's all. Yo, but do you remember? Do you remember um, the two girls that came up to us when we were taking the money out? Oh, that was hilarious. They came, that these, was so funny. These two uh, these two dancers came up to us while we were taking the money out, and they're like, they were trying to run the game. Like they started. And obviously, we're, me and him are fucking bulletproof. Like they come up to us and they're like, "Hey guys, it's pretty tall, huh?" And we're just like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah sure thing." And uh, they're like, height they're like, they're like, it's always a height thing with oh. women. It's always a fucking height thing. Don't, Comment don't on your get physical appearance. Well, no, it's just girls love tall fucking guys. I'm sorry to say it. But short, so they, short girls are like short all right, guys. Anyway, so they come, so they come up to us. <laughs> there you go. Oh, fuck right. you, Mike. Hold on a sec. So they come up to us and they go, um, they're like, "What are you, what are you guys doing here tonight?" I was like, "I'm just, I'm just withdrawing some money right now. Just hanging just out. Just withdrawing some money." And they're like, "You guys here to see Lana Rhodes?" And uh, we were like, "Yeah, we're just taking some money out and shit." They're like, "She's the queen." I'm, I'll be honest with you, I'm here to see Lana Rhodes tonight. And they're like, "We're supposed to be dancing, but we're fangirling like crazy." And then they come up to me. No, and no, like, Mike. Mike's like, Mike's like, oh yeah, yeah, that should be. All right, no, what did you say? Um, fuck, I fucked it. I fucked it. It's a, anyway. So she comes up to me and they they start touching. No, no, her, no, so no. Like, you uh, said you go, you go. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, but you know, I'm, they touched you. You, I'm yeah. wiped. I'm wiped up. I'm wiped up. Right. I, I'm I have like a girlfriend, so I can't really like partake. And, and then, uh, <laughs> I go, yeah, you guys actually might know her. They're like, no way. Who is it? I was like, well, her name's Lana Rhodes. And they were like, oh, <laughs> they're like. Great job. Great job. And then they just walked away. They're like, fuck, these are not our marks tonight. Yeah, they gotta go work. What nightclub? Sapphire. Oh. It's, yeah. it's like the one, Vegas right? Vegas Club in Vegas, yeah. yeah. They had 500 girls working at that night. What? That night. It reminded me of a Dan Bilzerian party with less clothes. nice because the girls are like actually hot. They were hot. They were, they were. Yeah. Yeah, they were very Not that very I was pretty. looking at it. I also, yeah. I also had a problem. Um, we try to gamble a lot. I... I I lost my money again. I can't believe that. What a surprise. Two, $3,000 gone. What was your betting strategy this time? No, no strategy. Didn't look oh, cool, like you cool. had any. No, 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 no strategy. Just throw the dollars no, in the No, he's win. a psycho. But, he sits next to me at the blackjack table. He'll, 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 just, he'll, win, he'll bet 300 to start. He'll win. He'll bet 600. He'll bet 1,200. He'll bet 2,400. He'll bet 4,800. Then the table gets cold and he doesn't take his bet down. 4,800, 4,800, 4,800 out. Gone. And then he sits there and looks at me and he goes, so uh, you want to get McDonald's or something? And I'm, I'm sitting there with my stack of chips playing it the right way. You know, a little bit here, a little bit more, a little bit less. And he sat and watched me for... Well, about an hour, an hour after yeah. he ran out of money, and I went up to to four thousand dollars bets at one point, and I kept missing my double downs. Mm. I, I want to give a shout out to my accountants here, my business managers. Oh my god! Shout out to I, Amex for declining. Yeah, I, <laughs> Amex. I thought my Amex was no limit. It's only no limit for purchases, but it, not for ATM withdrawals. Oh. So there's a limit on it, and it's eight thousand dollars a month. And I had lost six thousand dollars last time I went to Vegas and my two thousand dollars so bro I'm sitting at the ATM for like an hour bro I'm on the phone with Amex I'm like please I'm like I'm like where's the fucking limit they're like what's your main mother's main name doing all the questions she had like just fucking do it and uh, they wouldn't and so I gotta give a shout out to uh, my accountants for the withdrawal limits because I, I believe they saved my life wow. dude I was I was about to throw it on like you were trying to get 10, 10, 20, 20 I was gonna, I was gonna do here's what I was gonna do I was gonna withdraw 10 bet it on Israel Adesanya he won, by the way. Oh, so won. I, I okay. would have won probably like 17000 around that. And then I was going to put it on black. <laughs> we lost it anyway. And then maybe won. And then, by the way, if I won, I probably would have put it on something else. And Am I an, yo, am I an addict? Well, no, the, wait, hold on. No, you're just a fool. It was the ah. closest I've ever seen Logan to being an addict, though. He's, he, he like, runs out of money, leaves the table. He's at the fucking ATM. <laughs> Come on, Amex. <laughs> Do you know how much I paid in fucking APR adjusted this fucking year? <laughs> Give me that fucking money. I'm like, God dang, Logan. What the, what's wrong with you, bro? <laughs> I always feel so, uh, I feel like such a loser when I'm withdrawing money. And then, you know what made me feel better? I said this. That I lost. No. Yeah. <laughs> that definitely made you feel better. Yeah. The, la <laughs> the last time we went to Vegas and I was trying to withdraw money, there was a dude next to me who was like a very rich version of myself. And mm -hmm. he was talking to the casino about losing half a million dollars. And I was like, yeah, I'll probably be all right. <laughs> yeah. You're going you're gonna to be, you're gonna be good. You're going to be good. Any YouTube update on the vlogs? Um... Oh yeah, we're the uh, the the Maverick rebrand. This is actually awesome. This is fucking sick. The Maverick rebrand because if you've noticed, I've removed the URL for Maverick by Logan Paul, loganpaul.com/shop from all my YouTube descriptions. Um, it's still in my Instagram, but we've very much so pulled back on promoting the merch, plugging the merch, selling the merch, everything. The site is actually going to go down soon for a full reconstruction. 
And today we saw the first round of, not the first round, this is like the third or fourth round of design. Beautiful, beautiful. But this is, oh my God, they were so slick, so crisp, so clean. There's new messaging. It's going to feel like a new brand, but still be very true to to me and the audience that um, the word Maverick resonates with. And so that's, that's, that's awesome. That's an update that I think uh, you guys are going to see probably here in the next month, two months as the third anniversary of the brand comes up, which is on my birthday on April Fool's Day. Makes me so happy to be back in the saddle on on like heavy business shit. We're talking about data mm-hmm. and fucking brand brand purposes and identity and you love back end metrics. Don't I love you? it. I, I mean, I lived there for so it, long. It's, it's why he's able to be his age and and not just conquer, dominate YouTube. Yeah, you know how fucking hard it is to to succeed on YouTube, bro. To At thirty five, <laughs> the barrier to entry is so difficult, and somehow he's just he is a marketer. Yeah, so he's able he's able to do it, and a personality, which is the, the real the real tough part. That's the shit you're born with. But um, I'm amped on this on this clothing. It's gonna I think be awesome. Man. Watching this should be fucking pumped. It's it's like a mix between athletic and streetwear, and it's just. I think I think people are going to be blown away by the Fresh. designs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We we evolved the content, we adapted and changed, and we wanted to do the same thing with the clothing. And it's it 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 is very hard, especially because you know you see the Maverick logo, like it sparks up a certain feeling. It stands for something. It stands for something, and we wanted to make sure it's just as powerful while quite literally evolving and going to the next level and uh, changing in a way that was going to resonate with our new aged up audience. Maturing. Yep, yep, yep. So that's going to be cool. Yep. Um, also. Uh, I think that's actually it. I think cool. we I think we wrap up. Fire. Do the fire and flames. Great weekend. Really great weekend. Thank great you guys weekend. for uh, joining us here on this episode of Impulsive. We're approaching 2 million subscribers. We really are though. So Wait, please. Who, who gets the, the trophy for the 2 million? Like if, you, if, you're, uh, if you're the 2 million subscriber, what do you get? Ooh. Oh, we should do that. Do His it. penis is bouncing up and down. Oh, shit. We're at, we are at 1.99. So oh, this oh. this episode will get us to 2 million. Do a, do oh, a give a, a hoodie. I don't know how to. Uh, you'll get a hoodie. All one right, of guys, his new ones. Hit that subscribe out. button. <laughs> we love you. We'll see you next time. Take it easy. Ooh, Bye.